0: 68 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio.
1: And I'm Jardel Janelle Janelli Vecchio.
0: All the nicknames in one.
1: <laughs> that reminds me of
0: the show we watched
1: about nicknames.
0: Great Kate.
1: Great Kate. Kate weather, weather machine. machine. <laughs> you
0: we'll guys talk were, about that later. We will, but we're we're back. We are back.
1: We took a little hiatus as all. TV shows do.
0: And you know, we uh, best laid plans. That's all I can say. (laughs) I did bring the microphone and the full recording set up on our entire.
1: And we kept uh, saying, like, oh, we should record.
0: And then it just never happened.
1: Oh, we should record.
0: Yep. But you know what? We're recording now. And that's what's important. We're back home. We're on the couch, the classic recording spot where we always do our episodes. Basically, except on vacation and at, like, live conventions, every episode. I've always
1: been on this couch. i been
0: right here on this couch. This yep.
1: brown couch, yet another reason you all want to hold on to it forever.
0: What if we sell this couch? Well, at this point it would be just trash this couch. If we trash this couch, then we would have to have some loud, squeaky new couch.
1: No. I showed you the couch I want at Costco. It's
0: very noisy. No. It was beautiful.
1: Great. <laughs> It made no noises.
0: I don't know. I don't think I can approve of that. (laughs) And ever since, we had to get rid of the most comfortable couch in the world.
1: It was my couch. It was not your couch to give away. But when we
0: got married, the couch became our couch.
1: It's a dirty couch. I got in a dirty old dorm room for 20 bucks.
0: You guys, this couch we used to have, it was so comfortable it's more comfortable than any bed I've ever slept on. And I could just lay on it without a pillow because the, the back cushions were shaped just right. And I could sleep there more comfortably. I didn't even need my sleep apnea stuff. That's it was
1: not true. You, perfectly snored. Contoured. you snored so loud on that couch.
0: I snore loud on every couch. <laughs> perfectly contoured to my body. It was the most comfortable thing. I, I dream of being able to sleep so comfortably still. And it was decided that we had to get a new couch and get rid of the old couch. We didn't have room for both, and so it was passed along, and not a day goes by that I don't think of that couch and, and what things would be like if we about, had it.
1: Let's talk about my couch obsession. I dream of an L-shaped couch. It's been my lifelong fantasy to own an L-shaped
0: couch. You had one in college. I
1: had one in college. But it was too big to move in because I was moving in with a established person who already had an apartment. So I had to get rid of my L-shaped couch. And um, that's my story. The
0: problem is there's nowhere to put it in our house.
1: Never. We get rid of stuff and we can fit an L-shaped couch.
0: That's exactly the first part (laughs) of that statement is the problem. However, you guys, we have been getting rid of some things. It's been difficult, but I have recently been at a place mentally where I'm willing to let go of some things, and one of the most difficult things for us to let go of is, like, stuff from when our kids were babies. Yeah. But realistically speaking, we're probably not going to need a lot of those things again anytime soon. Let's hope so. (laughs) And they take up a lot of room. Cribs and baby chairs and all that kind of thing. Well... The one, the thing that we, so far we've only gotten rid of one, but.
1: No, we've got rid of other baby stuff. Well, yes, but but I mean recently. But this was a big one.
0: Um, It was the crib that we got for the kids. Slash, it turned into like a toddler bed and then makes out into like a full-size bed. And the Mm -hmm. kids used it um, as a crib. And then Luke, we actually, you know, upgraded it and made it into like his bed he had for quite some time. And then he outgrew it. And got bunk beds. Got bunk beds, and so well, Audrey has like her thing. Luke's got bunk beds in his room, and so it's been in our garage ever since, and it takes up a lot of room. Um, there's no you easy always way like, to
1: kick your feen- feet on it. Yeah,
0: because there's no easy way. It's not like a square that I can pack it away. It's all these like loose pieces because you can like transform it, and so there's like twenty pieces all spread out and falling over, and so eventually I said, okay, well let's try selling it, and then no one wanted to buy it because apparently,
1: well, like. I kid you not, I probably had about 35 people who wanted to buy the crib. Yeah, I- It's a great crib. It was a $450 crib, and I was selling it for 40 bucks. Okay? Like, it was a good deal. I knocked it down to 35 A lady actually said she was on her way to pick it up. We put it out on the driveway because it was social distancing. She was on her way to pick it up. And then she messages me two hours later and says she took a nap and now her father couldn't take her to go come get it.
0: And she couldn't get anywhere ever. <laughs> we had so many people and so finally we just said, you know what, like let's just let's just try giving Give it, it away. away. And we've had some other generous people like share furniture with us and we're like, it doesn't hurt for us to like pass along a good thing. And so Even that, though, like, took days of you trying to find someone who didn't flake out.
1: I'm interested. Yes, I want it. Okay, I'll get it today. Never contact me. Do you still want it? Oh, yeah, I I still want it. But, like, oh, my gosh, I'm just trying to give you a free thing. But in the end of all that,
0: someone did take it.
1: (sighs) And then another lady said, oh, please tell me you still have it after, like, five days of, like, going back and forth. but finally somebody came and got it.
0: Now don't worry. We don't give our address out to every single person that says they're interested. It's only when they're like
1: I only gave
0: on their way to I only pick it gave
1: up. it to this person. I didn't give it yes. because we talked about that. We are not giving out our address until they're on their way.
0: To but people get it. there are a lot of like scams that people run with those local yeah. things and anyway all that is to say, we're starting to get the garage a little bit t- kind of cleaned out. If,
1: and then this week...
0: Yeah, we're putting out the old dryer and an old microwave that's been sitting around the garage. Because um, our trash thing does, does like a pickup. up free Free pickup. So, it's, it's happening. Now, an outsider who walked into our garage would not go, Oh, this looks like you've been cleaning it out. They'd
1: be like, Oh, are you auditioning for Hoarders?
0: Right. But... It's getting better, and I'm excited for that. Yay! This has been getting rid of stuff talk.
1: We have so much to talk about. Why are we? We don't talking have time to do this.
0: I don't know. We do have a lot, and so with that, let's get to the news. And now the news.
1: Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Tune in wherever you listen to our podcast.
0: Please write into us at. Mandarian orange show at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or just want to check in with us since we've been uh, away for a couple of weeks
1: please follow our instagram at mandarian orange
0: i'm still like show. posting some stuff of the from stuff vacation. from vacation yeah and um like our facebook page and join our facebook group to keep up to date on all the latest and happenings. And to
1: see when our next Mandarin Orchard live is.
0: Because we said we were going to do the next one in August, right? Yeah. Or did we say the end of July?
1: No, we said in August. You tried to do July, and I'm like, no.
0: All right. Well, it's probably I a good put thing. put my
1: foot down.
0: And where did you put it?
1: On the carpet.
0: Okay. Well, we also are getting back to the Popbox Music live streams, Popbox Presents. So, we'll keep you posted on that. Also, just so you guys are... Keeping track, of my other show, Alex B. Keaton, is my friend. We're going to be back in uh, in action very soon here. We got a really cool, uh, some writings in from a listener on yet another continent in uh, Europe this time. We got a listener from Germany who wrote in. Nice. So uh, the next episode, when that comes out, keep an ear out for that. Very exciting. We've got South America so or South Africa and Germany um, listening.
1: Represent.
0: Over there, which is very, very cool. I wonder if there are any listeners to Mandarian Orange Show in o- other countries. Um, if so, please write to us at mandarianorangeshow at gmail.com. You don't even have to, like, say anything other than I'm in this other country and I listen. listen. Just so we know. Like, check in with us. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Yeah. I know we had uh, our formerly anonymous Canadian listener um, who uh, has listened, you know, to our show. And... That's very cool, but it is, like, adjacent to the U.S. So, um, you know, it would be cool to know even more further listeners. I mean,
1: but if there's another
0: oh, anonymous
1: yes. Canadian.
0: Please. I would like more, more of everything. <laughs> more of everything. More of everything. Seinfeld. Thank you.
1: Look, quote game.
0: Quote game. <laughs> so, um, yeah. We have, okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room really quickly. We just got back from vacation, but yes. we are going to discuss the details of that in our My Vacation Pants segment, yes. so keep your pants on for just a little bit here, <laughs> folks. A couple of other things. Since we got back, I did have a, another emperor for a day. Yes. My last one, I have to find more tickets, um, which are hidden around the house, as you is... guys know. I have no more tickets right now <laughs> to turn in, um, but I had but a good time. But
1: like, what, ten more?
0: I think ten more, Yeah. Because I've only found it's, two.
1: Yeah. So and you there's ten 12. So there's ten
0: more hi- hiding around the house somewhere.
1: Can I tell you a story?
0: Okay. Will it give a clue? Uh,
1: maybe a little, but I think it'll be really good for the story. All right. You were so close to finding one the other day that I actually took out my cell phone and pretended to be playing on it to record you.
0: <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Now I have to think about where I was the other day, quote unquote.
1: It was amazing. I was like, Oh, he's gonna get another one, but
0: when I took out the trash?
1: I'm not I'm not gonna tell you because you don't wanna know. You wanna find him on your own. I do. But, but now so I'm it's really kind curious. of a like hot cold thing, but it could have been anywhere, because I'm not telling you what day it was, or where we well, were at, or what that's
0: true. The we other day it. could be any... But I know it's not, like, in, I don't know, the hallway closet. I haven't been in there in a little while.
1: <laughs>
0: well, there could be one. Well, the one you're talking about, though. <laughs> I don't know, It's weird. Like, I think I've been in every room in our house in the last few days.
1: And then there was one before vacation that I didn't take out my phone to record, but you were, like... Also, very
0: close to finding. Is it behind one of the paintings?
1: I told you it's not behind the paintings.
0: So I didn't even stop taking the paintings off the yeah, wall.
1: That's irritating. <laughs> so they're, they're out there and All you're right. close, but right. I, I guess you just have to clean our house. So you uh, come across that's them. The problem. You gotta organize things and you gotta clean things and you'll find them.
0: That's the tough part.
1: Where was this last one? Where'd you find it? Well,
0: I already said it was in the toilet paper okay, bag. I yeah, I
1: had another queen for a day. Did you? Yeah, the day after you.
0: Oh yeah, but no, you postponed it.
1: No, I had, but I had
0: my. But oh, then July you had another one. That's right. It's hard to keep track. I gave you such an amazing present.
1: <laughs> yes, you did.
0: You're still reaping the benefits from last Christmas. Yeah. Now what am I going to do this Christmas? Do I ever get to just do a reset since every year my Christmas presents are so amazing and they get more and more amazing? Can I just go to, like, I'll just give you a VHS tape and a CD like I used to do? That ship has sailed. And then, But that's, like, resetting, so then the next year I can be more impressive, et cetera.
1: No. You can't. And also, I've never done that for you our entire relationship either. I used to give you 1950s magazines that I got for free.
0: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Also, when I did that, keep in mind, I immediately proposed to you afterwards. The reason I gave you cheap stuff was because I spent all the money on the wedding ring. Just saying. And
1: I got you a GameCube with three new games.
0: I know. It's great. All right. We got to stay focused here. We're like all over the map, and we've got to get through this because we got to do a quick Orchard update. Just wanted you guys all to know... We're like on the cusp of having our nectarines, and I'm talking like hundreds of nectarines, maybe even thousands, across three different trees. Like Mm -hmm. so many nectarines are on the verge of being ripe. We're gonna have to like, we're gonna have to have a huge harvest. We also, at the same time, are just about our peaches are just about ready, which we only have one peach tree there's probably around 50 peaches it's not as much but still a pretty they're good haul so good and then our fig trees we have uh, four fig trees and we easily have over a thousand figs that are all on the verge of being ripe as well so we are gonna have so much fruit
1: did you talk about the plums
0: well we did those those are gone though we plucked those right before our trip and uh
1: <laughs> and we carried them around for three weeks and they're still
0: not ripe we probably picked... I thought they would fall... They might have fallen off the tree, to be fair, while we were gone. We are trying to, like, not have it all go to waste. Um, but they... Yeah, we might have picked them a little too early. They're huge, though. They're like the size of softballs. Biggest plums I've ever seen. So that's the orchard update. Other than that, I mean, we've been, like, relaxing hardcore ever since we got back. Like, because what's right around the corner? What are we... By the time our listeners hear this, what are you going back to?
1: <laughs> it's going to work tomorrow.
0: I know. For the
1: first time, like...
0: Since March of 2020. Since March
1: of 2020. I've gone in to, like, grab my supplies real quick in a, like, rushed hurry. Yeah. And that's it.
0: It's a crazy time. Like, they're having and all the kids... Who can't be vaccinated are all going to be back in yeah, school. I, I,
1: I, do not, I do not feel wonderful about it. But you know what? Got to make a paycheck.
0: <laughs> you do have to. Do <laughs> We're not <that>.
1: famous yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, until uh, <laughs> until that sweet podcast money yeah. starts rolling in, someone's got to make money, and you have a lot higher earning power than I do right <laughs> I now. So, do, so I worked really hard. I know. For
1: that. So, um... What was I yeah. doing? I can't remember. Well, we talked at a Del Taco, and you were the stay-at-home dad. Oh, yeah. And I am the breadwinner, so... That's right. That's how
0: our <laughs> I thought maybe I just forgot to do have something. Have you raised
1: your kids, and they're the most amazing, fantastic mm-hmm. humans in the world?
0: Well, I have done that alongside you, yes.
1: So, what's more important,
0: that or making... I have A made some money along <laughs> the way. To be fair, I have had various employment just
1: I'm just saying part-time, you know. That's more important than making money, but unfortunately, making money is part of the process. That's true. So, I am not super excited with things how things are going and we're sending our kids back to school that can't be vaccinated, but
0: not our kids.
1: No, our kids will be staying on distance learning, but um, yeah,
0: so so we can get Luke vaccinated. Luke can be
1: vaccinated, and then we'll reevaluate. <laughs> but um,
0: yeah, crazy, yeah, I mean,
1: like they and all, at least in my school district, they'll be wearing masks. I know a lot of people
0: aren't it's even different taking all that around, yeah.
1: safety precaution, but
0: it's a crazy time right here now. Here we go. Um, yeah, we're excited, um, because Luke and Audrey are going to be, uh, going to a new school and trying an awesome yes. new program. Yes. That, uh, we're looking forward to, so, um, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. I mean, it's, it's still going to be changes. from our house, but.
1: Yeah, it's a big changes, and, um, we're super excited about it. Yeah. So.
0: You know what else we're super excited about? What? We are super excited about talking about. The thing we just got back from, which is vacation.
1: Put on your vacation pants. Yay! Oh, my gosh.
0: I can't believe we actually got to go somewhere.
1: Like, and it was right before everything changed, right?
0: Yeah, like, right, right we before... we felt
1: safe because numbers were on a downward trajectory.
0: Three out of the four of us are vaccinated. Yeah,
1: and we... We're going to talk about how safe we were, but...
0: Well, but basically, we went, it's kind of like we did at spring break, we went to all places where we were remote. In fact, part of the reason we didn't do anything, you know, recording-wise, is the first place we were at for a week, <laughs> didn't have- they didn't even have internet. Like, no phone so, reception, we were- there was power, I mean, we could have recorded, like, but...
1: There was, like, one bar of, like, 1X.
0: Yeah, like, just enough to, like, get a phone call out, maybe, but it was... Very, very... It was great. We were remote. And so it was down by the ocean. And so we went to beaches where we had the entire beach to ourselves. So the kids could actually go swimming and... Boogie boarding. And boogie boarding and feel like, you know, safe. Because there was literally no one else there.
1: And we, we... What we did was Phil and I structured the road trip. We took a giant circle... Um, as we often like to do when we fly somewhere, but we didn't fly anywhere. We did it from our house. And we stopped at places so that we could just make one straight shot.
0: Yep, didn't have to there. take Luke in anywhere for bathroom stops, even. Maybe a couple peas on the side of the road, but, but you know.
1: That's it. But even that was minimal. Well, it was minimal. And then um, we, like, stayed, like, in week-long places that had full kitchens so we could do cooking and, you know, stay inside. Yep. And there were a couple motels we stayed at, but we made sure they were outdoor entry and <laughs> that, well, one of them even had a kitchen.
0: Yeah. The other one had, like, just microwave and mini fridge, but, but we, we had,
1: like, sandwiches and stuff saved up and we were able to do it like physically distant your some of your vaccinated family members met up with us along the way
0: in different parts of the trip
1: um and that was super fun to get to it was kind of like the one we took a couple years or years ago around
0: yeah well we were out for three weeks this time and some of the time we were by ourselves (laughs) some of the time we were with my parents and some of the times with my brother so yeah not quite as many different people different joining people, up, but, but it was still it's pretty cool. It was
1: so fun. We just had a wonderful trip. And we felt refreshed and, you know, rejuvenated. And we are pretty much going back down into lockdown again Well, yeah.
0: Now. I mean, even so though now. we were so careful on this, like, I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing it now, like, with the way no. the numbers are. But and, at the time, you know, especially. And... I mean, we did. Well, let's talk about real quick the, the yeah. different places. First, we the first place we stayed at was in Silicon Valley.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, it was more of a motel thing, but it was like a first floor entry with our own kitchen. So it was real easy to go straight from our car inside. And basically, when we get to a place, you would just like sanitize everything. Sanitize
1: everything. I even have fabric sanitizer.
0: And then uh, we just stayed, you know, we didn't do like housekeeping or anything like that. So it was just us in there.
1: Yeah. And it was pretty sweet because this place in Silicon Valley, there was, like, nobody there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It was
1: real empty. And, like, we had a poolside room and there was, like, nobody used the pool the entire time we were there.
0: Well, so the first day, yeah, we kind of observed. And so by the second day, we're like... I Maybe we can have the kids go happening. out and swim. And, and
1: I was like, and we're right by the door so they can like run in if anybody like comes out.
0: And but so <laughs> we went out there, the kids swam in the pool, and we went and we joined from part of it too.
1: But, nobody but they were in there for like five out. hours and nobody not a single other person
0: out. came into the pool area.
1: So they got to swim in a pool.
0: <laughs> so that was pretty amazing. The kids are stoked on that. And then, also, the place was really cool because it was, like, this old 1950s lodge, you could tell, that they had, you know, redone it really nicely, but they kept a lot of the old hardware so you could see all the old hinges and uh, cupboards and stuff in the kitchen. It just, it was definitely, like, a vintage place, you know? It was great. Um, And then,
1: we didn't really do much in Silicon Valley because it's kind of, like, a
0: city. Yeah, it was more indoor. We
1: did drive by the... HP Garage.
0: Right, the Hewlett-Packard, the first, the birthplace of <laughs> the, the Silicon, Silicon Valley, Valley is what they call it. So, that's pretty and exciting.
1: what did they make? Like a... It was,
0: like, components of stuff. It was, like, in the... 1940s? 50s, 60s, I don't remember. Somewhere back then. No, it
1: wasn't 50s, 60s. 40s. It was early, like, 1940s. Right.
0: But, they were doing something that was, like, for early computer type things, but, like, huge... You know, the computers that were, like, the size of a room.
1: Yeah. And so we did that, like, late at night when there was nobody around.
0: So the other thing on this trip, and, like, we did the other one, we bring these, our entertainment tubs. So we've got a huge number of board games we brought with us. Yeah also video games like the nintendo switch yeah. is the perfect console to travel with because it's so compact
1: so portable
0: and you know we've got all these games downloaded on it so i don't have to bring a ton of physical stuff i mean i brought a few cartridges but mostly we just go and you plug it into whatever hotel tv and you got unlimited video games mm-hmm. we've had tons of board games and i also brought a tub of books mm-hmm. so we had like basically limitless entertainment inside as well and uh so we did and a that's lot of that mean. yeah
1: it's- a safe place to stay and outdoor activities and a tub of entertainment.
0: So Silicon Valley is, as you don't know, is like just south of San Francisco. Um, At one point, it was probably more of a suburb, although it's a little bit bigger city now, I think. But anyway, um, so on the way out, we drove through San Francisco. And this was fun because a really cool thing. There's a couple cool things to do there. Um, without getting out of the car, one of which was driving down Lombard Street.
1: The crookedest street in the world.
0: If you've ever seen a movie set in San Francisco, they probably go down the street at some point. It's like super, super steep, super windy road. Um, and now it's super crazy, but all the roads around there are that steep as well. And it's scary, scary. driving on it. Like,. I'm in first gear, like, riding on the brakes, going, like, two miles an hour. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, please hold out brakes. Please please don't fail us now. It's really crazy.
1: Well, we made it. Yeah. And then um, the kids had never driven across the Golden Gate Bridge. They'd seen it from afar.
0: Yeah. But But the cool part is if you're going south, you know, into the city on the Golden Gate Bridge, you you have to to pay pay a toll. But if you're going north out of the city, it's free. So we did not even have to pay a toll to go across the Golden nope. Gate Bridge. No, we did not. But from there we headed north. We passed through the town of Bodega Bay, which is where Alfred yes. Hitchcock set and shot some of the stuff for his movie *The Birds*,
1: including the schoolhouse.
0: So we did like a real quick tour around of like some of the locations. The
1: Gas station or the restaurant? The restaurant,
0: not the gas station, it was a set. Set. But the restaurant is still there, although it's been changed quite a bit, but it's still the same spot. Obviously, the bay itself, there's some yeah. shots on it. And there's like a road, the road that Tippy Hedren drives in yep. um, on the way into town. And we drove that. Drove on that road and went by the schoolhouse. So that was pretty cool. And then our final destination was this little tiny town, like halfway between Bodega Bay and Mendocino on the northern coast of California called Point Arena so tiny um this is so great like we always we've driven along these coastlines before and gone oh it'd be so cool it's to stay in one of these like tiny little places in the middle <laughs> of nowhere and that's what we did and there's like very few people there it's such a small place there's all kinds of great trails so we did a bunch of hiking like i said we did great beach days saw
1: sea lions
0: And all with very, very, very minimal, even having to, like, avoid people. Like, there just was nobody anywhere.
1: Nobody anywhere. It was fantastic. And the little, the place itself, the resort we stayed at, are these little individual bungalows. And they have a full kitchen, dining room table. Um, The kids slept on a couch bed, which they don't mind because they like the big TV. (laughs) Right. And then there was a bedroom. Us.
0: They're probably like the size of like a small mobile home kind of thing. Yeah, but they're not. They're built as like little cabins, but I bet you they're like prefab.
1: Fab. but you can't really tell. Yeah,
0: it's very very nice. And, it and was,
1: I felt like super safe because they made us sign a thing that said they've never had a COVID case in their town, the whole pandemic. They said if you leave. Your cabin. You must be masked. Like don't walk around the property without a mask. Yeah. They had like sanitized like stickers everywhere, like to show you that they sanitize. I still sanitize, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
0: but it was very comforting.
1: It was like, like do your part, and it was just great to be around like-minded individuals
0: so a lot of great hikes and adventures and beaching and stuff there which is fantastic then we set off so that was a week there then we set off uh for the far eastern side of california that's on the west coast um and we had to do one night stop in the middle just because that's how the booking worked out um so we stayed in a little tiny town of calusa california
1: so hot
0: um which was definitely the hottest part of the trip but um, the place was really nice where we stayed at, and
1: it had the world's tiniest toilet.
0: Like I feel like <laughs> when they installed the toilets, they mixed it up with like a preschool, For a toddler. <laughs> like toddler toilet. It was I, I won't go into any stories or details, but just imagine to you know
1: full size full
0: sized adults uh, trying to use this tiny toilet other than that the place is great shower was great very comfortable safe and clean really pretty like trail by a river right behind the place but I've never seen such a small toilet in my life and I don't understand Luke was like oh this is great but the rest of us were like um we
1: can't fit this
0: was just us by this point my parents were with us on yeah. the first leg then we were just us at this place here
1: so then we went to, um, we drove up through the Sierra Nevadas. Yeah. Into all these beautiful lakeside towns, and then we drove down the backside
0: through past Lake Tahoe. Past
1: Lake Tahoe to a a place called Genoa, Nevada, and it's like a twenty minute drive from Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And um. Much much in cheaper. Another <laughs> yeah, much cheaper. And stayed in another, like, vacation rental. And um, they put us on the first floor. um, Because they had, like, interior hallways. And we're just not comfortable bringing Luke through those. But they put us on the very end with With an an external balcony
0: patio. So he could just come straight in from the car.
1: And, like, that place was great, too. And if it wasn't, like, you know, if we didn't have to social distance, it had, like cruise excursion type stuff like bike riding Minisha Golf. Well, we
0: literally had like tours they would take you on like tour buses <laughs> yeah, swimming pools go, all this kind of stuff there's a
1: hot springs like right next door yeah. that's an additional charge but full on hot spring resort
0: like but this place was like the biggest one we stayed at on this trip like The living room and kitchen and dining area were... Just that part was the size of the last place we stayed at. Right. Plus, Matthew, my brother, came and joined us... And he had like his own his little like own studio room. apartment with a little mini fridge and microwave and stuff in his room, and a TV, and a TV, three TVs in this place. We had, and then on our side we had like our like the master bedroom and then a second bathroom with, with a big old jacuzzi, And a huge jacuzzi tub. This thing was this place was enormous and it was amazing, and we had so much fun staying at it. Now here's what's crazy, so on our way to there it was actually right when we were in point arena there was like the biggest earthquake in something like 30 yes. years in this area and that's the, the epicenter like, oh my gosh. was like six or seven miles from where we we're staying so we're already like oh my gosh this is crazy but no damage yeah, to that yeah. or anything
1: and then as we're driving down the mountain from lake tahoe we see all this smoke
0: And as you guys are probably aware right now, like, the western part of the United States is on fire. And in particular, this fire started up. It was the Tamarack Fire. It's mostly contained now, this one is. But at the time, it was, like, 20 miles from the hotel. Mm. And it was so thickly blanketed in ash. It looked like it it snowed on our car. Yeah. There was so much ash falling down. So there's a lot of, you know, we were going to do more... Hiking Outdoor. outdoors, although we did do a couple excursions up to Lake Tahoe and because that was so much higher in the mountains,
1: it, the smoke it still wasn't had clear, there.
0: and we miraculously were able to find like a, a beach
1: to around Lake Tahoe
0: in. to swim in where there's no one and, else. Out. And
1: I am telling you, because we drove every, we drove that like
0: around the whole lake, around
1: the whole lake, and every turnout, every place was a jam packed. And I'm like, that's okay. We'll just, just drive around and, drive. and go back to the hotel. And then like a miracle, like shining down from heaven, there was like all this parking. There was a picnic bench right by the water and nobody on. I'm like, can you swim? Nobody's like on the beach. There yeah. it says you can swim.
0: This the kids swam for a few hours there and like nobody else came. I mean, like, we could see way down, way I don't know, down. a couple hundred yards down there was other people, but, like, far enough that we were, like, <laughs> basically alone out there. Maybe not quite as I much just, as, like, I just, I don't but...
1: understand because it was so I don't
0: know. packed. It was incredible, though. People
1: were paying, like, 50 bucks to park.
0: Yeah, because you had to pay to park and then pay for beach access at most of the lake, and then we found, like, a free place <laughs> where there was no one.
1: I don't know, it was a miracle.
0: It was fantastic.
1: So we did that and um and then walked. I found
0: a couple of like hikes yeah. to do that were like a little more obscure and we didn't see like anyone on these hikes. Mm-mm. Um one of which ran right along like the highway. It turned out, but we didn't know that. And it was like in the up in the hills, but it basically ran parallel to the highway, up you know like fifty you feet up nobody, above it.
1: Nobody wanted to hike that so trail. We didn't see
0: anyone there. It was really pretty, except that there was you know if you look down the mountain, there was like a highway down there. But whatever, Still Lake Tahoe
1: is beautiful, and um, I would love to go back again. Yeah. So.
0: So we stayed there for a week and had tons of fun with Uncle Matt. Played lots of board games and stuff. And then we finished it off with three more nights um, in Mammoth, California, which is also up in the Sierras. We had to do, like, a detour because the highway was closed from the fire. So we had to do this detour (laughs) into, like, Nevada. But
1: it was so cool. It
0: was so cool. You guys, I always pictured Nevada, like, the northern part. And I've been wanting to do, like, a, a vacation through Nevada. Through
1: northern Nevada.
0: Because there's... I I know that there is more than just desert there, but I always pictured it just to be this vast desert like the Sahara or something.
1: It's not.
0: Like, there's so much stuff there, and we drove through these beautiful mountains and past rivers and all this farmland, and it was just beautiful. And you never would know it, like, if you didn't go there.
1: No. It was cute because I said you should drive with Matt because Matt was coming down to Mammoth with us. So you and Matt... um, drove together and me and the kids drove in the other car and we pulled out in this one spot as we were going down a really steep pass to mammoth and um what did you tell me
0: well matt had said as we're driving along now did janelle know to like put the car in a lower gear when we're going down <laughs> the mountain and i'm like yes she does and i said and i'll tell you this if i tell her do you remember to put it in high gear? This is what she'll tell me. is Phil. Of course I know that. How do you think i get anywhere without you? <laughs> How do you think i drive myself around when you're not around? That's what you always tell me when I like tell you, like, okay, be careful about this. And so sure enough, we so pulled we out. we pulled
1: out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Because it was like a beautiful view down into Mono Lake, which is like a... a Terminal, lake. Terminal Lake. Terminal um, Lake that has these amazing you know salt formations but um, you said it and I like just rolled my eyes I'm like
0: yes I know how to do that <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like I've you.
1: already been doing it this whole thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just there's some but, steep roads up there
1: but there was we also talked about all the beautiful places because our cell phones weren't working right. <laughs> so it was like I had to we had to like stop it turnouts and be like, Oh my gosh, did you see that river through the canyon and it was all beautiful and gorgeous? So it's
0: gorgeous. Not at all what you would picture the rest of Nevada to be yeah. like. It's pretty And awesome. we passed
1: Virginia City.
0: Where Mark Twain took on the pen name of Mark Twain and lived and wrote for quite some time. Yeah pretty epic adventure. And then we finished it off, like I said, with three nights at Mammoth up in the Sierras. Beautiful. Um, We found some incredible hikes out. Because it was very crowded there, too. It was
1: like Tahoe. But I just started
0: like wandering around on like back roads. You know, because if you go to the main areas, it's where all the tourists are, and they go to the spots. And I'm like, well, this road has to go somewhere. (laughs) So we just started driving on back roads until we found, like, like, Literally, this one trailhead had spots for three cars, and there were no cars parked there. No, and and so, we came back the it. next day because we drove by it like in the evening. And came back the next day, and there's still no cars there. And we had this incredible trail all to ourselves. <laughs> and again, there's like thousands of people everywhere else, but we just went a little off the beaten path. We did a couple of really cool ones. One day, uh, we got hit with a rainstorm all around the trail, mm-hmm. and it was just so beautiful.
1: It was gorgeous. And if we, you want to see, um, you know, the amazing shots, check out my vacation pants because I've posted some pics.
0: And uh, that place was cool that we stayed at. It was like this old-fashioned cabin. It was definitely the most rustic of our accommodations, but it still had its own kitchen. It was like yeah. our own little self-contained unit. And um, it was It was fun.
1: It was, it was great.
0: Then we headed home, and we've been home for a few days now, and it was so awesome to get out when we could. Yeah. I'm very thankful for it.
1: But- I'm, I'm just so happy, and it's just refreshed me, and um, all of us, we just needed it. We've, we've locked down, like, as you guys know, like, we've locked down, like, seriously, and been so careful and so safe, and... I just felt like it was a little reprieve into
0: it was, and and I still felt very safe on it. Like I, I never didn't feel safe. It was,
1: it was a great trip, and it came from very careful planning. Like you should have seen us pour over these motels and
0: figuring out like where we could go that we could have stuff to do that there wouldn't be other people around.
1: And I called every place to make sure. That we could be on the first floor and park right in front and...
0: Yeah, how how's our access to the place and... So. It all it worked, worked out.
1: Yay. Yay. So, um, please, you know, if you have any questions about how to take a really good social distanced vacation, um, you know, message me. I'll give you the tips.
0: At my vacation pants.
1: At my vacation pants.
0: You couldn't also, of course, write Show at gmail.com if you forget. I'll get it there, too. Whew. That was vacation. Now, we have so much other stuff to talk about because it's been a while. Um, We're going to go through them and see. We might not get through everything on this episode, but we'll... We knew uh, it
1: was going to be a two-parter. It's
0: probably going to have to be, like, some follow-up. But we have watched quite a few movies, (laughs) and uh, I think it's time to talk movie time.
1: It is
0: movie time all right so first of all we have watched uh some classics um with our kids recently some just epic classic movies and uh so we're gonna talk about some of those first of all and i think this was started on your Queen for a Day, we watched through the entire Back to the Future trilogy.
1: Oh my gosh, I really wanted to watch all three back-to-back. I didn't think you guys would stay awake the whole time, because I waited until really late, because I wanted to do other things on my Queen for a Day, but we did it.
0: We did it. Back
1: to back.
0: Epic. I mean, I know that there's probably not much we could (laughs) say about it that hasn't been said already, but... I will say, because the kids had watched the first one a while ago, um, and this probably goes without saying, but the second one, I love it, and I love it more, like, the more times I watch it, it's so cool, some of the stuff they did. It is definitely the darkest one, Yeah. and there's definitely a lot more, like, content than you would think <laughs> in a PG movie, because again, you know, 80s PGs and stuff, <laughs> although it was made after PG-13.
1: Yeah, that they decided to make it PG still.
0: Yeah, so... Um, it's pretty heavy, as Marty would say.
1: (laughs) That's heavy.
0: But, you know, I mean, our kids are a little older now. They can handle stuff, but it's, uh, it's definitely more of a PG-13. And part three is just a good old time. I've definitely watched part three the least of them. Oh, it
1: was so fun watching it again, Oh, it was great.
0: I mean, not because I don't like it. Just because, you know, I'll, I'll start watching the first one and then I don't make it past. Or I'll watch the first two and then don't finish it, so... But it was great. Great trilogy. Classic. The kids loved it.
1: We went and looked at, like, what inventions came true in 2015. Right. And then uh, we... I also... I don't think I knew this before, but you told me they shot Back to the Future 2 and 3 at the same time. Right. Back to back. And made it two separate movies.
0: And, of course, there's a famous story of that when Back to... 1989, when Back to the Future Part 2 came out... Came out around Christmas, which is around my birthday, and I had the choice because we only went to see the movie to the movies like I don't know once or twice a year probably when I was a kid, which is very different than my upbringing. Obviously, so (laughs) for my birthday, I got to pick to go to a movie, and there were two movies that were out at the time that I wanted to see. There was Back to the Future Part Two, and I loved Michael J. Fox. I loved the first movie, obviously, but also The Wizard was out at the time when that was with Fred Savage, and it featured Nintendo stuff. And at the time, The Wizard won out. And I actually watched The Wizard instead of Back to the Future. I never got to see Back to the Future Part 2 in the theater. But the reason is because with The Wizard, they gave out a little mini Nintendo Power for all the people who went to go <laughs> see it. And I still have that copy. And the bribery worked. And I went to that instead.
1: I saw Back to the Future 2 and 3. Well, all three in the theaters. It's all
0: three.
1: Um... But I did not see The Wizard in the theater. Well, there you go. And I didn't see the next movie we're going to talk about in the theater either.
0: Now, when all is said and done and you compare them side by side, the Back to the Future movies definitely hold up better. But there's something to be said about the cheese, wonderful uh, Nintendoness of The Wizard. So, you know.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, California. On
0: my Emperor for a Day, I did also a little bit of a classics And we watched Ghostbusters with the kids.
1: And you even had Ecto Cooler.
0: That's right. I still have the last few cans of that Ecto Cooler that my brother got (laughs) when he got, like, a case of it. And when he got it, it was already expired, but whatever. It's, like, sugar water.
1: (laughs) You were saving it for when you showed your
0: kids Ghostbusters. I know. So the kids dress up. Audrey, somehow, I think my parents, like...
1: Yeah, it's, like, Amy's old. One of my sisters,
0: yeah, had a, a... Stay puffed marshmallow man pajamas, and Luke had a, a Ghostbuster shirt that I was Like, he wore my Ghostbuster shirt, and we all had Ecto Cooler in a can and sat around and watched Ghostbusters, and it was awesome. It was
1: great. The kids love that too.
0: It's another 80s PG one, although not as much as like Back to the Future Part 2, I would say.
1: I don't even remember back. Oh.
0: No, what I mean is like.
1: Ghostbusters 2, I thought you are No, no,
0: I'm saying. Back to the Future part two has way more content in it than Ghostbusters does. Really? Yeah. Well, at least more language. Well, the the
1: um, mommy and daddy time stuff is quite heavy in Ghostbusters.
0: All right, there's a little more in you. There was right now.
1: one you had to actually tell the kids to cover their ears and la 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 la.
0: No, I just muted it.
1: No, you told them not to look.
0: Well, it's not cover their ears. Those are their eyes. (laughs) The looking is with your eyes, and the hearing is with your ears. I'm just
1: saying, we didn't have to do that in Back to the
0: Future 2. It probably would have gone over their heads, but whatever. The (laughs) funny part is, though, is that when I was in third grade, we've talked about this, and I actually read this on the show, my journal from third grade was me, (laughs) like, Writing about how it was my favorite movie, I remember going to my grandparents' house and renting it, and I watched it over and over and over again. And I wrote about like the whole plot of it, told my teacher how much I loved it, how much she should go see it. It's probably you know, I mean, again, it would be a PG thirteen if it came out now, you know.
1: We're gonna preview um, Ghostbusters two and the new Ghostbusters.
0: Yeah, because honestly, like, I've probably watched Ghostbusters 2, like, I don't know, once or twice ever. Yeah. Like, not that much. And I remember not being as into it, but it's been a long time. But we want to be ready
1: for the new Ghostbusters. Right, right. I out. definitely want to see so. that.
0: So, um, Also, in preparation, because it's funny, like... I haven't watched this one in a while, but I know that there's some content in this, but Adventures in Babysitting is another classic. We didn't watch it with the kids, but they put out it's on Disney Plus, but they like edited it. It's almost like a TV edit on Disney Plus. Um, <laughs> but
1: they still left a lot it. It's in. really
0: funny like what they chose to edit out and what they left in. Like it's almost honestly worth watching it cuz it's very obvious like if you know the movie at all like what they edited out. But then the other stuff they left in, you're like, so they cut that out, they left that in. I don't know, it was kind of a funny experiment. But I also love that movie, yeah. it's so good.
1: Are we going to show it to the kids? I, I mean, to if Disney? they want
0: to, yeah, I think so. I
1: think it would be fun to watch that and maybe the the new Disney. Mm,
0: that one make. does not look fun, that one looks super cheesy.
1: Is it a TV show, or?
0: It looks like all those like Disney shows mm-hmm. or the Nickelodeon shows where it's all like neon and the kids act like really...
1: But Audrey loves just... bad stuff.
0: No, not those. She does not enjoy those.
1: Is it a movie, though, or a TV show?
0: I think it's a TV show. Okay. But it might be a movie, but one way or another, it's one of those... You know what I mean? Where they're all, like, neon colored and they all act real, like, overacting. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, all of those. It looks super cheesy. Like, not in a fun way. All right. I'm saying no. <laughs> and finally, in the movies category, because... Audrey in particular, but Luke also enjoys doing this. We found a movie that the Mystery Science Theater 3000 did. And then they liked, we like to watch the movie first and then watch the MST3K version. So we watched Reptilicus, <laughs> which is a Danish monster movie. You know, like their answer to Godzilla, but done in Denmark. And it was so cool because what did it feature heavily? It's
1: heavily. Yeah,
0: like they go to a bunch of places that we went to in Denmark, including a bunch of stuff in Tivoli. And
1: it was amazing. It
0: was super fun to watch that super bad, like cheesy monster movie. And it was perfect to watch the MST3K Audrey version.
1: loves, like, these horrible movies. They're like her favorite
0: yeah. thing now. Because with Uncle Matt, while he was with us, we watched um, uh, Christmas The stuff. Christmas It Almost Wasn't Again and the MST3K of <laughs> it because yeah. it's so bad. And then we also watched... Uh, Sasquatch. What's it called? The Legend of Sasquatch? Yeah. Which are some of her favorite super bad movies. Yeah. Which if you want to watch a movie so bad it's entertaining, those are highly recommended.
1: Well, we actually had to buy Legend of Sasquatch because it's Yeah, not it's free not free anymore. anymore. We but had to pay
0: like $1.99 to buy it.
1: It's, it, it was worth it. And it was
0: totally worth it. And speaking of paying to watch things, finally in the movies, not in the classics, but in new movies, we, uh, as you know, have been watching through... All of the Marvel stuff, and we're all caught up, and the newest thing that came out was Black Widow, and we weren't going to go to the movie theater with (laughs) Luke, obviously, and so we ponied up the $30 for the premium viewing access on Disney Plus, and we watched Black Widow.
1: We were going to do it on our vacation, but it's just like.
0: We never had internet to do it.
1: We never had stable enough internet. And how frustrating would that be to spend $30 and not have stable
0: internet? Yeah, I didn't want to, like, have my first experience with a new Marvel movie be, like, spotty and it messed up, so.
1: It was so good! I
0: really enjoyed it. I really didn't know what to expect because I wasn't, I. I. you know, I always try to avoid spoilers. I'll watch the trailer, but, you know. I didn't know for sure if it was a prequel or what, and I mean, I don't want to spoil for anyone else, so minor spoilers ahead, but it did turn out to be a prequel. Yeah. Um, set before the tragedy of what happened to her in Endgame. Yeah. So, but it was just, it was so, so good. so good. Way more funny than I would have thought.
1: I really laughed hard.
0: And, uh. Yeah, just some great performances. David Harbour is hilarious. So funny. And um, I can't think of what her name is from Little Women.
1: Yeah, but Amy.
0: What, what's her the actress name? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Pugh. I think that's how you say it. Um, I
1: think it's pronounced Florence Pugha.
0: Pugha. Wait, aren't you going to be teaching kids how to read?
1: <laughs> no, they already know how to read. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs>
0: So, I really, really enjoyed that. Um, I think it was a great addition to the Marvel canon, and it was supposed to come out before all of the TV shows, so it's interesting how that like worked out timeline wise. But because it was a you know prequel of sorts, um, or like a semi prequel, I guess, because it, it was like an in between quill, I don't know what you call that. Um, Because of that, though, it didn't really mess up the timeline too much to have it come out after all the TV shows. Yeah. And in fact, this is probably like the biggest spoiler, but it won't be too much because I'm going to say it vaguely, but just heads up. There's a character who's introduced in Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show that then reappears in the Black Widow, but Mm -hmm. she was supposed to appear first in Black Widow, and then that would have been her second appearance, but because of the way it worked out... It got switched around, but it still works. It
1: still totally works.
0: So, in fact, if anything, I think it was kind of more satisfying. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it really, really was good. And you know what else is good? What? Knowing when it's time to take <laughs> a break. Because we have so much more to talk about um, on our trip. First of all, a lot of uh, TV type of things. So much
1: TV, so much video games, so much board games. So
0: many books.
1: So many books. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> books that go with TV shows. That's
0: right. Um, but for tonight, we're going to we're gonna call it at that. Because that, that way, on the next episode, we've got a lot to talk about still, but not as much of the other stuff. Yeah. So we're going to call it there. The only thing I will say is this. We did all read... The Mysterious Benedict Society, mm-hmm. because we saw there was a show on Disney we Plus coming it. out. We
1: all read the book one
0: And then we watched the show. But that book is so beautiful and wonderful and, and amazing, and I highly recommend you read it. And it will be good to read it before our you next watch. episode. So go ahead and do that. Yeah. And, and definitely before you watch the show.
1: Don't watch the TV show until you read the book.
0: Although the show was really good.
1: Yes. That's a good cliffhanger.
0: All right, that's good. That's a good it's a teaser. That's a sleeper. <laughs> It's a sleeper. So, yeah, that's going to do it for this time, you guys. We really appreciate you guys listening. And um, we hope that you're having a good end of summer, back to school time. Although I realize it's people without kids, maybe that doesn't affect. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of people it does in one way or another. Yes. If you guys uh, have anything you would like to tell us, please write to us at MandarinOrangeShow gmail.com.
1: We'd love to hear from you.
0: Don't forget to visit my vacation pants.
1: Yes, check it out. Especially my Instagram. I've definitely become more of an influencer than uh-huh. a blogger.
0: Uh-huh, totally. very influential. But
1: I, like, do big, long posts a lot that explain the spot we're at. So... Right. It's kind of like I'm blogging within.
0: But if you want to see, like, pictures and stuff about the places we went, some spectacular, beautiful stuff... Check um, it out. My Vacation Pants is definitely where, <laughs> the easiest place on Instagram. Yes. I mean, MySpace, or Facebook, too, MySpace. Facebook as well, but I think there's more on Instagram.
1: Yeah, and I keep them personal on Facebook, so. Yeah. Instagram's wide open.
0: All right, well, I think that's going to do it. So, thank you so much for listening, everyone, and for the Mandarian Orange Show, I'm Phil.
1: And I'm Jardelle.
0: And we talk so you don't have to.